You're listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to the Retirement Solution with John Hicks. Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. And remember, if you have any questions for us here on the Retirement Solution, you can always drop us an email through our website at retirementsolutionradio.com. Let's talk about January and what happens Mm -hmm. then, John, because I was just hoping that we'd have a resolution on the election by now. And certainly Uh. we're we're starting to get some clarity, at least on the White House. But that Senate... I, I mean, this That's, is actually a really big deal, isn't it? I tell you, that makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. And this is this is something that I – I don't think that in my wildest dreams I would have thought that the election would have gone this way. I'm not talking about the presidential election. Mm-hmm. But everything hangs on the state of Georgia, predominantly a red state. Uh, and, and, of course, there's a bazillion different people there because I know Atlanta is very blue. That's perfectly fine. Everyone has their own tastes and preferences. But I can't believe it. Jennifer, the state of Georgia will decide – if there was truly a blue sweep or not. Right. There are two Republican senators that currently hold position. And if they were to lose both of those and those were to go to the Democrat side, then the Senate would be controlled by the Democrats, which means they would have a full gambit, the entire situation. And we have some Georgia friends who are getting bombarded by all the commercials right now. Think about how much money is going into that, you know? And there's a lot of money to be spent because there's a lot at stake, right? Mm -hmm. What we're talking about, in my opinion, because guys, listen, we've had a lot of presidents in this country over a long period of time, and they don't typically 100% dictate how we all live, do they? No. No. We've had a lot of different governors in a lot of different states. They don't typically dictate how our lives work, do they? No. No. But what we're looking at right now now, especially if we've done a good job saving. Jennifer, what we're seeing is if we actually have a blue sweep, if that were to happen, then Biden will probably have the opportunity to do a lot of the things he talked about, mm-hmm. which means punish those that have made more money and not just on an income tax situation. See, this is what a lot of people have gotten wrong. And as a matter of fact, I've gotten a little bit of hate mail from a handful of people out there hmm, who think I haven't said it right. Uh-oh. So today I'm going to make certain I set the record straight and okay. I'll say it correctly. The biggest thing that that President-elect Biden is talking about, he's talking about changing some parts of the income tax structure, but the big thing is how we've saved our money in the buckets it's in. See, Jennifer, he wants to potentially decrease or eliminate the capital gains rate. Now, if we've done a really good job saving, can you imagine if all of a sudden you thought you were only going to pay 10 to 15% tax on something, and now that tax is 39.6%, nearly 40%? Wow. Those are one of the things he's actually talking about. And what happens if you gave your money to your heirs when you're gone? What if that was taxed at nearly 50%? 45% is what he's actually suggesting. He wants money to be taxed at the next generation. He wants to be taxed at 45%. Guys, that's almost half. Right. It's like, hey, one for you and one for the government. Hey, one for you, one for the government. And see, this is not what I think it's about. You know, it has nothing to do really with a lot of the other things. And as a human being, you know, I I respect all people. I respect all different opinions. But I don't have a lot of leniency to think that if I've worked hard for something, that the government 
deserves half. I just don't feel that way. Right. I don't think it's appropriate. I don't think it's right. And that's just kind of how I stand. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that do need help. They do need encouragement. And what I think is that there's a lot of programs out there to help a lot of folks along. And I would but like I to choose to help the programs I love to help right. those people. And that's the problem I have, I guess. Shouldn't that be the choice? Yeah. Now, the last time I checked on the word freedom and the last time I checked on the word liberty, because those are two things I really stand for. I think it meant the freedom to make decisions for ourselves and the liberty to have the opportunity to do exactly that. As long as we're not hurting anyone else. Those are the things that I thought this country was founded upon, yeah. literally. Yeah. And here we are at this period of time, and I'm, I don't know, I'm struggling a little bit with the idea that we may be taking some of that away. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say the S word. You know, the, the socialism word. I'm not going to say that. I guess I just said it. You did, but... <laughs> but that's not what I'm implying. What I am implying, though, is that I feel that little by little, we're having our personal liberties and our personal freedoms stripped away. I don't like it, guys. Yeah. It's just one of those things I don't personally prefer, especially when it comes to retirement savings. Because when we get to this point in time where we have done the hard work we have sacrificed, we've put kids through college, we've done all these things and we've created a nest egg. And that nest egg needs to last us for 20, 25, 30, 35 years. I'm not so reliant on, on Social Security. Now, if you're in your mid-60s, I think it's going to be there for you. I'm not too worried about that. But for me, I'm in my mid-40s. I don't think there's a shot in Hades that right. I'm going to get what, what they, they say that I'm going to have access to. I don't right. buy that for a second. There's no money now. How's there going to be money 25 years from now or 20 years from now when, when it's my turn you know, to, to give them my ticket and say, hey, hey, gimme, gimme. Finally, my name's Jimmy. They're going to say, well, Jimmy, we spent it all a long time ago. <laughs> yes. uh, so it's gone. Uh, here, here's how you're going to be able to claim that Social Security, son. Uh, you're going to provide a death certificate of yourself, and then that's what we'll turn it on. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. There won't be money. But it comes down to where I just can't deal with the idea that if we've done the right things, we're going to be punished for it. It really just irks me, you know? Yeah. Because otherwise, how incentivized are we to do the right thing? Well, I think you're like, actually, most of our listeners, John, it irks mm -hmm. us. So what the heck do we do about it, not knowing what's going to happen come January then? Well, I think the biggest thing that any quality financial advisor should be really doing, we're not out here to predict things, right? We're here to plan for and prepare for what can happen. So in our staff, uh, what we're doing is we're really just looking at everyone's estate planning situations. Is it possible that we need to consider shuffling money to trusts? Is it necessary to really consider um, if we have our money in the right buckets? For a long time, I've been saying we might want to consider getting money from those tax deferred buckets, which means every year that we pull money out, we're going to be taxed on it, right? And shuffle those to tax-free buckets, which hey, it's pretty good to never pay taxes again yes. on something, right? Yep. Tax never again accounts is what I I've called it. I love those. that, yeah. And that's the idea. Does it make more sense to do that and to speed that up now than even we thought? Now, of course, again, we're here not to predict. But we're just trying to prep for so that we know no matter how the dominoes fall, we can be confident knowing that, okay, we're doing the best we can with the structure we're giving. If you don't have that, guys, you need it. Whether you get it from us or someone else, I do know one thing. 1-800-Vanguard or 1-800-Fidelity or 1-800-anything, those guys don't do that for a living. <laughs> that is not what they do. So whether you choose someone locally or you have a national organization, you want a skilled fiduciary advisor that is not just looking at the ups and downs of your portfolio. They should be encompassing all these things, holistic 
is the word, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's not just about the dollars in your account. It's about how will those dollars affect you based on different circumstantial changes? Who might the president be? What might those policies be? And is there a game plan behind it? Everyone deserves that, but it does require commitment. You have to commit yourself. You have to resolve yourselves to create that plan. It's not going to do it for you. Very few people out there are going to knock on the door and say, hey, this is how you're going to save a tremendous amount of money. It's going to be great for you. And by the way, since we're fiduciary only, you know that what we're doing is in your best interest, right? Yeah. Very few people do that. But if you can find that, seek it out. Find out if it's the right fit. Have questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827.